Hey friends, this is Mario J. Radford. I'm the pastor of Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. I pray that it connects, leads, and maybe introduces you to a growing and life-changing relationship with Jesus. Now let's go into the message. topic in our week three of be the miracles um be the miracle uh from the topic of we have something in common uh you may be seated in the presence of the lord bobby brown and whitney are not here to sing this uh, but we have something in common i, I know what type of church i have <laughs> We have something in common will you just look over around someone near you and tell them we have something in common there are uh, daily updates and uh, breaking news and there are all types of uh, sidebar conversations um, and text messages and screenshots and all types of dialogue and types of discussion and panels and blogs and podcasts and vlogs and all these different types of articles that are listing how we are different. There are so many different ways to divide us right now that we are more divided now than we have ever been. Uh, you cannot disagree with anyone about anything at this particular time. Uh, we are divided in our political views. We are divided in our faith. We are divided in gender realities. We are, uh, we are divided in who should stay home, who should worship online, should we be in person, should we not. We're divided because everyone has an opinion about everything. And there are so many of us who are not together as we are more divided in many different areas. Um, as soon as you post something that triggers someone, you will find out how divided we are. Um, as soon as you like a particular status, and someone who does all different types of lurking will find out what pictures you liked on Instagram and they will already uh, categorize you by certain habits and certain things. And uh, we are divided on so many different ways and we can list so many different reasons why we cannot relate to each other. We can list so many different reasons why uh, we cannot, you know, I, I have a personal um, I have a personal uh, particular, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, there's a word I want to use. I can't find out that word, but there's uh, a pet peeve um, of how we have such uh, ways, natural tendencies to tear people down before we celebrate them. Um, if someone gets a particular um, opportunity to excel or if someone is on some uh, reality show or if someone gets some particular award or whatever, our natural proclivity is to find reasons why they should not be qualified to have that. If we see someone's outfit and they won an award, they got an Oscar, they got the People's Choice Award, before we receive or accept them for their award or congratulate them, we say, I wouldn't have wore those shoes with that particular outfit. Or if someone got married, then we want to do research. I wonder how they got together. And I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. Or if someone got a, a promotion, how did they get a promotion and I didn't get one? We always have so many different reasons and what I've learned is you will always find people who will dialogue and tear others down with you. 
Uh, you'll never be absent of people who want to sit there and critique other people. Uh, they will critique others, but never talk about themselves. They will critique other families, but never put themselves in the equation. They will talk about other leaders, but never put themselves in the equation. There are always people who would want to tell others on the other side of the screen what they should be doing, uh, because many of us would not be doing the things that they do. It takes a lot of tough skin to lead. It takes a lot of tough skin to be in front of people. It takes a lot of tough skin to go where no one else has gone before. And you have to have a toughness about you and you have to have a repellent skin uh, that you can, uh, people's words can brush off of you uh, because there will be people who will pull you into things that don't even matter. They'll pull you into conversations that don't even matter and they'll show you things and screenshots that don't even matter. Uh, they'll tell you, they'll, they'll talk about people who are not even in the room to uh, to defend themselves but then when they come around them and then they're like hey how you doing girl we were just talking about you and you were fake because you were really tearing that person down you were not talking about them to lift them up you were talking about them to tear them down tell the truth and that is oftentimes what we find in the body of Christ it was, I wouldn't have no issue with it if the world was doing it I would have no issue with it if people in the streets were doing it but sometimes those who are blood washed bonafide, sanctified, those who speak in tongues are the ones who will tear you down before anybody else will tear you down. They are the ones who will tell you Jesus forgives, but I don't forgive. They are the ones who will tell you, try Jesus, don't try me. They were the ones who will look at you down their nose. They will look at you strange as if their stuff don't sting. They will look at you as if you have are the one who gunned things and as if they weren't doing things. And they will act as if they weren't in the same room as you when you were doing it because you got caught and they didn't call and it's usually the ones who are in the pews it's usually the ones who are running it's usually the ones who got a huckabuck it's usually the ones who are always talking about sanctification and holiness they are the ones who have a conjury and a list of all the different reasons why you shouldn't be qualified all the reasons why you shouldn't be forgiven all the reasons why you shouldn't have another chance but they deserve another chance they sitting there smoking the same weed you did y'all are puff puffing and passing but we don't see the picture of you but you want to show us a picture of them you were in the same sheets rolling around with them but you didn't get caught they got pregnant and now you want to disqualify them because we always have a reason why we can't be divided why we can't be together we're so different we're so 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 quick to judge so quick to disqualify uh, but the Bible says there but for the grace of God go I what that means is when I consider myself if it had not been for the grace of God on my life I would be another hashtag if it were not for the grace of God on my life. I would be another number with a tragic end. If it had not been for the grace of God, you would be sitting around having conversations about me. Maybe I'm in a room full of people who have never had grace because people who are sitting here in judgment, you sit there with, you know, what he talking about? You boo. Because if we really would sit there and think about the grace of God and if it had, had if he had exposed 
exposed what he should have exposed, then all of us would be at the altar saying, Lord, I'm so sorry. But can we give God a glory and praise to thank him that justice and mercy demanded that I should die? But grace and mercy said, oh no, oh no, I've already taken care of that. Thank God for his grace. You got to thank God. If you don't have a car, you won't. Thank him for his grace. If you don't have the family coming around this week, thank him for his grace. I don't need a turkey to give him praise. I don't need a pilgrim to give him praise. I don't need, I don't need stuff. To, I don't need deviled eggs to give him praise. I don't need stuffing to give him praise. When I think of his grace, I give him praise. There's so many of us who we come together to tear people down. We come together to critique. We come together to discredit. But we can't come together to lift. We can't come together to pray. We can't come together to intercede for others. But we sure can come together to tear each other down. And as a people, and I'm not talking about as a race, I'm talking about as a people, as those of us who are uh, those who proclaim Jesus. Uh, if you want to know how the enemy creeps in, he creeps in through division. If he can divide the line. One thing I learned when I was online, I can't tell you all the secrets, but one thing I learned when I was online is every time they would say the goal of a line is to be one. Uh, we wouldn't allow anybody to come into our line. And I'm trying to wonder how we can allow people to come in and break the formation of faith or formation of prayer or formation of worship. And we blame it on the musicians and blame it on the rain and blame it on everything. But you should not allow the devil to break your formation to say, I fought too hard to get here. I fought too hard to have my right mind. I fought too hard to get to church today. I had a bum ride. I had to cash up somebody. I had an Uber to get here. I had to get on wheels and put on two masks to make sure that I didn't get exposed to something. I didn't come here to break formation. If I do anything, I'm going to protect this thing I got. This thing is important to me. I'm going to everybody's funeral and it hadn't been me yet. Everybody's getting it around me, but it hadn't come to me. So every time I get to breathe my own breath, I give him praise. Every time I realize I'm not contagious, I give him glory. I give him praise because it could have been me, should have been me, but grace keeps covering me. So the vision of this church is to lead and connect lives to Jesus, not to mess. The vision of this church is to lead and connect lives to not gossip. Not to destroy, not to tear down. So we should say, uh, I used to be taught, if you can't help nobody, shut your mouth. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. If you're going to be a blessing to someone, be a blessing. But if you can't help them, don't try. <laughs> Tyler Perry said, I can do bad by myself. If you're going to make, every, if you're going to make my life worse, stay where you are. 
Because our mission is to lead and connect lives to Jesus. What that means is it will sometimes be inconvenient. It will not always be popular. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? And all the world go free. No, there's a cross for everyone. And there's a cross for me. Many of us want the Christ without the cross. We want the Christ without the burden. We want the gospel without the thorns. We want the gospel without the test. We want blessing without being a blessing. But that's not how this thing works. Jesus in the midst of agony said, even though he was persecuted, said, Father, forgive him. For they don't even know what they do. But many of you want people to be, uh, we want people to be outed before we do anything. Jesus showed us a lesson. He said, they put me in a position that they think is going to cripple me. But actually, they just set me up to help them. Some of the things that you think are after you are not to destroy you. They're actually designed to deliver you. Because had it not happened, you would not be where you are today. You would not know what you know. You would not be who you are. So some of the nails you had in your body and the nails that you had in your hand, you should be like Jesus the carpenter and take those nails and build something with it. I want you to tell yourself, I'm going to build something with these nails. I'm going to build something with these thorns. And eyes have not seen nor ears have heard the things that God has prepared to those who love him. Somebody in the room say, I love Jesus. So, Scripture says, they devoted themselves, as we talk about this commonality, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Scripture says in verse 43, it says, and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Uh, the first thing we have to learn as we have something in common is that these people, they had a common devotion. We find, according to the scriptures before this, uh, that Peter had just been speaking. And this same Peter who had denied Jesus, this same Peter who denied Jesus three times before the cock crew, this same Peter who, when Jesus got up, he told one, of the, uh, told one of the women, he said, go tell my disciples and Peter uh, that I'm up, which is to say, just because you denied me doesn't mean I'm going to deny you. Told this same Peter, he said, when I, when, when Peter got a chance. Uh, he saw Jesus saw Peter uh, on the side and they were fishing and, and, uh, and they had some breakfast. They had fish and, and while they were sitting there, Jesus says to Peter he says, do you love me? And he says of course I love you. He said, feed my sheep. Said it a few times and, and Peter said to Jesus, why are you asking me this a few times? He said because I want to remind you when things get difficult, I want you to continue to feed my sheep. When things get, under, when things get strange and people get strange, I 
I want you to continue to feed my sheep. Whether the people applaud you or whether they don't, feed my sheep. Whether the room is packed or the room is quarantined, feed my sheep. Whether you're preaching to a camera or you're preaching to empty pews, feed my sheep. Because the gospel is not about social distance. The gospel is about eternity. Feed my sheep. Even when it's popular, feed them. When it's not popular, feed my sheep. Someone say, stay committed. Stay committed. So when they got here, it says, Acts, the second chapter, in the first verse, it says, and they were all in one place. They were all in one accord. They were all waiting on the coming, uh, the coming promise of the Holy Spirit. While they were in the upper room and while they were there and Dr. Manuel was reading at the day of Pentecost. No, she wasn't there. But while they were there in the upper room, it says that while they were sitting there waiting on this particular outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I'm having a difficult time moving past that because some of you have not gotten the outpouring of the Holy Spirit because you lack patience. But they sat there and they waited until they had the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Some of you, as Caesar has said before, you move too fast because you don't want to wait on the Lord. We want their micro, we want microwave religion. We want microwave worship. We want things you can just get in and get out, but some things you have to learn how to wait on. That's what the Bible says. I waited patiently for the Lord. I want to know if there's anybody in the room who, who's waited for a long time. Things haven't moved yet, but you're still in the wait. I want you to look around the room and say, I'm still waiting on some things. Some things have changed, but some things haven't changed, but I'm still waiting. Some things have moved, but other things have not moved but I'm still waiting he's answered some prayers but some prayers haven't been answered but I'm still waiting somebody lift your hands and say I'm still waiting now some of y'all don't understand what the word wait means I feel like preaching in the room some of y'all don't understand what the word wait means you think wait means I'm just going to sit in this chair and I'm just going to cross my leg and I'm just going to scroll on Instagram and I'm going to scroll on Facebook and I'm going to sit here excuse me I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to scroll until God does something that ain't waiting this is the type of waiting when you go to a restaurant when you're sitting at the table the server comes to you and says how may I help you do you want any more water do you want a refill what is it that you need because I'm here to serve you I'm here to wait on you and that's what's wrong with the church you won't serve until you get your salvation but what a waiter does he says until you pay the check I'm gonna keep on serving you until you give me a refill I'm gonna keep on serving you whether you tip me or whether you don't I'm still gonna serve you and I wonder is there anybody in the room who says I'm crying all night long but I'm still gonna serve you I got pain in my body but I'm still gonna serve you I ain't got no money but I'm still gonna serve you rock might be hitching rides but I'm still gonna serve you all of the days of my appointed time I'm gonna wait until my change comes I'm gonna wait 
until my change comes. I'm going to wait until my change comes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sounds like my change. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sounds like my deliverance. Somebody lift your hands. Say, I'm going to wait on them. I'm going to wait on them. How am I help you, Jesus? How am I help you, God? How am I help you, Father? I'm waiting on an outpour. But until you reign, hallelujah, till you reign. Thank you, Jesus. Till you reign. Yes, Lord. Till you reign. Glory, hallelujah. I will praise you in my weight. I will trust you in my weight. I will run on in my weight. Because if I faint not, I shall reap. Look at somebody. Say, hold on. gonna wait on him too early for all that so they were sitting in the room they were sitting in the room waiting there's some of you right now who you a little restless and you're sitting here saying he hadn't given me the first point yet the first point is serve him while you wait I didn't give them that. That's a download just for your soul. Serve them until it happens. Praise them until it happens. Believe until it happens. I know your family hadn't changed yet, but keep on believing. I know your spouse is crazy. Your children are crazy, but keep on praising them until he changes it. Come on, let's try it together. Clap your hands, everybody. And say until God does it. Still gonna praise him. God's got a word and he wants to get it off my notes. You gotta praise him until it happens. Praise him until it happens. It's a common devotion. I need Jesus. Somebody say, I need him, 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 I need him. room they weren't waiting for a car the people in the upper room they weren't waiting on a job the people in the upper room they weren't waiting to get married they were waiting on power they were waiting on power is there anybody who came to church today that says I was on E before I got here is there anybody here who said I almost clocked 
people I got here. Well, I got a word for you. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes on you. Put your hand on yourself. Say, come on me, God. Put your hand on yourself. Feel me, God. Feel me with power. Feel me with power. Holy Ghost power to break every chain. Holy Ghost power to break yokes. Holy Ghost power to destroy habits. I need power. I need power. Not apple power. But Holy Ghost power. Somebody say, I need power. just to think back over your life that you didn't have power I want you to take a moment think back on those days that they tried to give you pills but it wasn't the pill you needed it was the power you needed and I want for the next 30 seconds for anybody who's got a download of that power to give God praise and say thank you for the power Come on, give a praise. All right, all right. Let me go on. Y'all sit down. Let's go on. All right. So that's not how that was supposed to start. All right. So, as I was saying, if you're around somebody, tell them you don't know how bad I need it. <laughs> if you're around anybody, tell them you don't know how bad I need it. You, you don't know how need it. I, I was on E. I can't even connect to nothing. I, I, I need power. So, they were, so they were in the upper room. And they were waiting on the outpouring of power. Waiting on it. Saying, I can't move until I have it. I got to have it. I, I don't need a praise break, but I need power. I don't need nobody to lay hands on me, but I need power. I might not get a check this week, but I've got to have power. I, I've got to have it. So they were waiting on the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it says that in the day of Pentecost, it says there came a sound like a mighty rushing wind. 
I want to tell you, if you get desperate for it, he'll rush it to you. There are some things right now that you're trying to order just to make sure it gets here by Christmas. But I want to tell you, if you get desperate in the next 10 seconds, he can rush something to you you've been waiting on for 10 years. If you get in a circle and in a room that has hunger and desperation, you'll grab something and say, I need something before I leave here. I can't wait to December 25th. But before Thanksgiving, I want to have a give God. I want to have something to give him thanks for. I want somebody in the room and say, I want it now. So they waited. The Holy, Holy Spirit came upon them. Bible says they spoke in other tongues. And it says that the people outside of the room said, these people must be drunk with wine. These people are speaking in a language of which they are not qualified to speak in. Let me tell you something. There will always be people who are not as desperate as you who will try to tell you it don't take all of that. There will always be people on the other side of the room who will tell you if I were you, I would already throw in the towel. But I want you to holler back at them and say you ain't me. You hadn't gone through what I gone through. You hadn't waited like I waited. You weren't counted out like I was counted out. You weren't looked over like I was looked over. But this thing I got, I waited on it. Look down your row and say, I waited on this thing. So they tried to discredit what was real. Peter rose up. That's why I got Peter rose up. And he said, men and brothers, brothers and sisters he said these people be not drunk with wine being that it's just the third hour of the day he said but this is <laughs> sanctified holy ghost and fire <laughs> this is that which the prophet joel spoke of he says the very jesus that you tried to crucify has both risen from the dead not only has he risen from the dead, he's ascended back to his father and he has distributed the Holy Spirit. So these people are not drunk with wine. These people are filled with power. It says that the people that were listening were torn in their hearts and they were torn in a way that it gripped them because the person they crucified uh, now is reported alive. Have you ever sent a text message to your enemy and say, I'm still here? No, I'm just playing. It says, have you ever, have you ever just, just gone back and, and popped up on something and somebody who counted you out and say, I'm still alive. I, I'm still here. I want you to look at the devil and look at your past right now and say, after all I've been through. I must have the wrong room. I want you to tell yourself, after all I've been through. I'm still here. Now, sanctified church used to say, I still got joy. Yeah, no, 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 no. What type of church are we trying to have today? Oh, mama. Oh, glory. Glory, glory, glory. 
Can we do me a favor real quick? Since we got one more week before we're going to be out of in-person church. Can everybody stand to your feet real quick? I want to teach y'all how my grandma to taught me. This is what my grandma used to do. She didn't have a lot of instruments. She didn't have nothing around. But when she would start trying to create an atmosphere for herself, what she would do is walk around the room and say, Lord, I thank you. 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 And I feel there's a rumble in the room. And all I want you to do is say, thank you for my joy. Thank you for my joy. Thank you for my peace. Thank you for my joy. Thank you for my peace. Come on, clap your hands. Don't look at nobody. This is a moment for me. Thank you for my joy. Thank you for my peace. Thank you that I'm still alive. Thank you, thank you. Way. You can be seated if you can. Sit down. All right, just one step. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, I just want to thank you. Woo. Woo. This message is not going the way I thought. Woo. Woo. You have to realize that the people that were waiting in that room were hiding because there was there was bounty on their head that they would be killed because they were associated with Jesus. But even though there was a bounty on their head, even though they were being pursued in the midst of the pursuit they still got power so I want to tell you something today no matter what's chasing you he's still going to give you power to tread upon serpents power somebody say I'm going to still get it I'm going to I'm going to still get it So they, so, so they got up. Paul said, he said, this is the same Jesus. I'm trying to preach this. Jesus says, the same Jesus. He says, the same one. And it says, what should we do? The people replied, what should we do? He said, repent. Every one of you. In the name of Jesus. Repent every one of you. Change your ways. And it says that, and that day, over 3,000 people got saved. Because somebody who was once a denier of Jesus became a deliverer of his word. Let me tell you something. God can change your story just like that. God can change your story just like that. Matter of fact, snap your fingers real quick and say he can bring me out just like that. He can heal me just like that. I feel deliverance service a deliverance service. He can bring me out just like that. Snap your fingers and say this ain't a poet comedy. This is a deliverance show. He can bring me out. Ah, calm down, sir. So, so, 
so 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 it says they they so they responded and three thousand souls were saved and it says they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching it says what it meant is they were connected and committed to growing they were committed to teaching they were committed to the word it says they committed now that the word of fellowship meant a word koinia it meant brotherhood fellowship coming together the Latin word means communio or uh, it meant that they were communing together or coming together saying let's fellowship together and let's take a moment to remember the sacrifice of Jesus. Uh, that communion not just means coming together to celebrate or commemorate the sacrifice of Jesus but sometimes you need to get together with other people and say don't you remember where you used to be. Don't you remember where you were five years ago? Don't you remember what you used to be like three months ago? Let's just eat together and let's just have a praise break remembering how far you've come. Can you just have a flashback for a second and say if it had not been for the Lord? Come on, do I have any witnesses in the room? Say if it had not been for the Lord on my side. something scared of breaking the room that's what I feel I feel like something's scared of breaking the room I, I, I feel something's gonna break in the room I, I, I feel something's gonna break in the room I, I, I feel something's gonna break in the room I want you to lay hands on yourself and say something's coming off me something's coming off me something's coming off me Something's coming off me. Something's coming off me. Something's coming off me. I feel. I feel. I feel something coming off me. Y'all only got two more weeks. One more week, matter of fact, for us to be together. So you might as well give God glory while you're together. And say, I've got to have it right now. gotta get through it says brother Gilman says 43 I'm having a hard time getting through this verse 43 says ah came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles what does that mean the more devotion they had the more miracles they had the more word they had the more miracles they had the more they came together the more God moved and all came upon the whole community because they had something in common somebody say I got something in common give me five more minutes and I'm through and verse 44 says and all who believed were together and had all things in common the second point is you gotta have a common belief someone say I got a common belief the common belief is I can't come together and not believe for you 
I'm not just believing for me, but I'm believing for you. I was on my small group a few days ago. And one of the guy, one of, one of the ladies in the group said, before I came to this church and before I got on this particular group, I didn't know belief. I knew church. Before I came here, I knew ritual, but I didn't have relationship. They said, now I can't wait to get here. Because I can't wait to find out what else God wants to say about me. And I want to know, is there anybody in the room who says I came here because I got a common belief that I can do better. I got a common belief that my life's not over. I have a common belief that I've got my best days are in front of me. I got a common belief. My wife was talking to my daughter this morning. I'm not supposed to eavesdrop to women's conversations, but they were in the room and they were in the bathroom and my daughter was going through some things and my wife said to her while she was getting into the shower, you know, I'm not supposed to invade on her own private time, but I was at the door listening ear hustling so she said to my daughter because my daughter was going through some things that she didn't feel any worth and she didn't feel any value and my wife in case y'all didn't know her hood name is Mel Mel y'all know Lady Mel but over on north side they call her Mel Mel I want to ask y'all what do they call you outside of here but they call her Mel Mel which means she's a little rowdy a little righteous and a little ratchet so she was getting there and she went from righteousness to ratchetness and she told her daughter she said Tori if nobody else tells you that you're beautiful tell yourself if nobody else tells you you're wonderful tell yourself you don't need validation from nobody else validate your own self you don't need nobody else to pay your bills pay your own bills she said I'm talking to you ask your mama telling you look yourself in the mirror and say I am all that and I wish you sitting where you are or being at home will stand up get off the couch step out of the car look at yourself and say I'm still here I still got more days ahead of me I still got good things in front of me look at yourself and say I am all that I look beautiful somebody in the room say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me somebody say I feel strong because of Christ I'm breaking all types of preacher protocol. You're supposed to start slow and end strong. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I ain't following protocol. I'm following Holy Ghost. I ain't following Holy Ghost. I ain't following protocol. I'm following Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is keeping me alive. The Holy Ghost. It's keeping me alive. Give God glory.
Yes, I'm running. Watch, I'm running. My watch said it looks like you're running. Yes, I am. Because if anybody asks you just who I am, tell them I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. I've got Jesus on my side. I'm running. 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 I'm running for my life. Tell somebody. I'm running for my life. I'm running from heartache. Running from pain. Running from suicide. Running for my life. Somebody ought to take off in this room. Say, I'm running. Running for my life. church when I start thinking about that running for my life they would sing this song and they would say the devil thought he had me but I got away if you got away from something give God praise say the devil thought he had me death thought he had me drugs thought they had me but I got away but I got away but I got away, but I got away.
story. The things that I've been through, you don't know. Stand to your feet. I'm sorry, Mama Joe's still clapping, so we can't finish. She's still. Now, her two grandchildren just got baptized. Now, that's her testimony. What has he done for you this week? What has he brought you through this week? Can y'all give 90 more seconds of praise? Come on, just 90 more seconds. Come on, come on, come on. One, two, ready. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. 
something in common those of you who are on Facebook and you just like I don't know if he ever made his point I don't know if I did either they had sorry Morgan I just I just I don't know I don't know can just wave your hand and say I need it today just I, that's all I need to know just God knows I don't so I have my cute little stuff but if that was for you those of you who are on streaming you might not understand what was going on I, 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 I wish I could explain it they should sing a song in Marble Creek and at my dad's church it says what is this that makes me feel rich when I don't have a dime. They said, what is this that makes me run when nobody's chasing me? Then they will say, whatever it is, it won't let me hold my peace. So, all right, all right, break it all the way down. Oh, 
feel no waste time Come too far from where I started from Nobody told me the road would be easy And I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me So, just to, I just want to really, I want to, we're going to go into, <laughs> we're going to go into prayer, but I want to wrap it up for you because these people in this text, you go back, the notes are already there because I'm not going to re-preach this. But when it says they had a common, excuse me, they had a common devotion, they brought all things together. Scripture says that they sold all of their possessions, everything they had, they sold it all. And, and what it means that they sold it all, they sold it all because as somebody had a need, they wanted to be the answer to it. What it means is that the Holy Ghost, and I think they've already cut off the lives, so I can't even explain it to them. But what it means is that everybody who got the Holy Ghost and got the outpouring didn't just get the Holy Ghost and the power of the Spirit just for themselves. It says that those who received had everything together in common. They had a common devotion. They had a common connection. Uh, excuse me, they had a common belief. Then it says when they sold their possessions, they had a common connection, which is to say your need is my need. Your hurt is my hurt. What you're going through affects me. It's a common connection. The reason I want to be a miracle to you is because someone was a miracle to me. The reason I want to help you is because somebody helped me. So it was a common connection. And then lastly, when it says that and day by day, as they continue to, to continue to break bread together and continue to fellowship together, it says that the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Lastly, they had a common growth. What that meant is I wasn't the only person growing. We were all growing together. What I'm saying is to you as I wrap this up, as we leave here, I don't care what this season looks like. Don't stop growing. No matter what this season looks like, no matter what you experience, you have more in common with your brother and sister than you have alike. This, I mean, not alike. Stop focusing on what differences you have. Focus on what you have together alike. When you can look at somebody else and say, hey, I was you 20 years ago. I was you three months ago. The same anxiety you're dealing with, I've dealt with it. But as we continue to come together and as we continue to break bread together and fellowship together. Now, some of you are saying, I thought that they suspended in person. I'm not talking about the scripture says this growth that they experienced was in their house. It wasn't in the temple. So for those of you who feel like growth stops when the church closes, no. They took everything they got from the temple and took it back home. I'm saying whatever you get here, whatever you receive here, take it home. Use it on your family. Take it home. Use it on your finances. Because if it only works in here, it was just an idea. But if it is the gospel, it's never just 
destined for this place. Scripture says, go out into all the world. Take the gospel everywhere you go. I want to take this time to thank you for your prayers, support, and generous giving that make this ministry possible. For more ways to connect, visit online at growthpointchurch.org. If you've enjoyed today's message, you can like, subscribe, share with your friends, or take a screenshot and share on your social stories and tag us at My Growth Point. Until next time, keep growing.